everyone, this is the Sari Saring Stories Podcast. I'm Carla. I'm Jay. I'm Marian. And for today's episode, we are already on our second episode. We will be talking about the trilogy of High School Musical. So High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. And we will be sharing our um, experiences watching it since the two of us did watch it in real time where... um. It was first released, and Jess here will have a different perspective about the films. <laughs> okay, so let's start with our with our background in relation to the films. So I first saw High School Musical, like the first movie, way back in 2006 when it was first released. And back then, since I was nine years old, Parang it was the first Disney Channel original movie that I've watched. Na conscious ako, na alam kong this is not cartoons or like this is different from what I'm watching previously. So yun trailer ganyan ganyan. And one of the things that made me watch it really is the songs and the dances. And actually, ito rin yung first musical. Kung ma- maaano ko ba? It's the first musical that I've watched. Na yun, as a kid, it was very upbeat. It was very... The story is very catching. And some of the characters I really, really like. But yeah, we'll get to the characters later. So uh-huh. that's basically it. Um, High School Musical 2. After watching High School Musical, yes, I became obsessed with it. I bought the CDs. Kasi CDs pa ang And then when High School Musical 2 came out, I also bought the extended version 1. And with High School Musical 3, since it was released in the theaters, yeah, I went with my family. I <laughs> binalok silang lahat. I forced them to watch with me, with my cousins and all. So, yeah. Marian. My experience with the High School Musical franchise, well, trilogy, more touchstone in my childhood that I kind of was at the same time uh, consuming with most of my peers. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my history with High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. I did not watch it along with everyone else. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing when it came out. I was probably watching some random cartoons. Uh, I watched it when we were in third year college, I think. Third year college, because you forced me yes, to. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because you forced me to watch to watch it. So I went and watched first two films, and then I was I was a college student, so it, I was no longer the target audience. I was not the target demographic at all. Uh-huh. And then I watched a part two last week. Just last <laughs> week. Yep, and here we are. Uh, so I don't have any particular attachments to the franchise. It's just a thing that's floating out there. But yeah, we'll, we'll get that to opinions later. Yeah, that I now know. And <laughs> I now enjoy. 
Wow. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's wow. how I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about why I enjoy it. Yeah, but you have different sentiments. Okay, so before, we, before we get into the thicket of um, analyzing or just going in depth into the whole the whole trilogy, uh, I kind of thought that we might want to put a bit of background or yes. just just the really really bare bones information about those three films. So, uh, the High School Musical trilogy, so High School Musical one, two, and three, were all directed by Kenny Ortega and was written by Peter Barsuccini. I am so sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. <laughs> So, High School Musical 1 was released in 2006. So, definitely very consecutive in the years of its release date. High School Musical 1 concerns basketball star Troy Bolton and music dancer Louis High, Gabriela Montes, finding themselves auditioning for the lead role in their school theater production. Everybody but the composer nearest is for the show. Kelsey disagrees with this and tries to sabotage Tony, I try, sorry, and Gary <laughs> has a for the role. Everything is resolved and Troy and Gabriella become a couple. HSM 2 is about the entire cast or primary cast being hired at a country club that Sharpay and Ryan's parents own. Yeah. Okay, so Sharpay gets yeah. mm-hmm. Troy. Yeah. Into a relationship with her uh, by, I guess, bribing him is the best way I could describe that, mm-hmm. and gets the rest of her classmates or batchmates out of the country club by being fired or by resigning. Ryan then becomes friends with others while Troy alienates them through sharp face interventions. Troy and Gabriella fight, Gabriella leaves, and the cast is banned from performing in the country club show. But everything is resolved, and Troy and Gabriella are. So, uh, High School Musical 3 uh, revolves around um, everyone being busy and trying to figure out life after their senior year. They mount a theater production about their last year in high school, while Troy has a crisis of what he wants to do in college. Gabriella gets accepted into early admissions at an Ivy League school. She leaves and seems to break up with Troy and to never come back to her side. Kelsey, Ryan, and Sharpay aim for the Juilliard's college. Everything is resolved, and Troy and Gabriella are a couple in by the end of the movie. So that's it. <laughs> pretty standard. Pretty standard plot for a Disney Channel. I mean, channel. if you yeah. were listening <laughs> a little closer, you might have noticed a theme. But we're not going to talk about that just yet. Yeah. So let's get into the characters. Or essentially who we want to talk about when we talk about High School Musical, the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with Gabriela. <laughs> okay. Let's set the bar low with Gabriela Montes. I hate you so much. Okay. okay, so since we know you're going to have your opinion, <laughs> yes, I yes. think Carla and I should go first. Yes, yes. So, Gabriela Montes. I primarily like her because she is set up to be the female protagonist of the entire thing. You know, like, for a lot of those three new movies, we follow her and Troy. So, definitely, that has made her somewhat more amicable to me 
than you know some of the other cats. So I mean, with time and um, distance from the trilogy, I've kind of mellowed out in my opinions of her. But definitely, when it was in its heyday, I did like Gabriella. Yeah. I mean, I was really the Gabriella stan ever since <laughs> ever since I watched it. And I've never really given it that much thought and analysis up until now. Na like, pinag-uusapan na siya ulit. Kasi even when we were in college, di ba, parang very nostalgic lang that we were seeing it in class and then kinukutsa natin si Jess kasi hindi niya alam yung high school musical. Parang ganun lang. Pero there wasn't really a, deep, a deeper analysis about the characters until parang may mga nag-resurface um, na articles, BuzzFeed articles specifically about Sharpay being the M.M. character in high school musical and that she doesn't deserve all the um, hate, ganyan-ganyan. And Gabriela is not the character that we thought she was. And parang yeah, meron din talagang faults. But during that time that I was watching the films, I really like her being cool about all the things that Sharpay and Ryan were throwing um, at them. Especially with her. Kasi parang, you're the new girl. You don't want to do anything yet. Diba parang yung first line niya nung nag-usap sila ni Troy na parang, I don't want to audition. Parang, I just want to Look around, ganyan, ganyan. Kasi parang, Sharpay threatened agad siya with her. And I don't know kung dahil lang yun sa yun yung characterization niya or ganun na talaga yung plot. But yun, I, I parang I, I sort of felt for her na parang you, she doesn't deserve all that to be thrown upon her just because Troy likes her. Parang mga ganun. Pero syempre, na-analyze ko na siya ngayon. Hindi to tumatakbo sa isip ko nung na-episode ako. And yeah, um, singing voice, she was the nice girl, she had the guy. I mean, I was rooting for the main protagonist. And mm-hmm. yeah, nataon lang talagang very relatable siya for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you Jess, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I like that Gabriela is characterized as smart. Mm-hmm. Although we can talk, we'll, we'll talk about the stereotypes ang main problem ko lang naman talaga about, I don't actively dislike her. It's just that Gabriela is so bland. At least, she is. I, yeah. Again, uh, my context is that I watched this when I was 19. And then I just watched the last film last week, so I was early 22 when I watched the film. I was definitely not, it was definitely not marketed towards me. So yeah, I found Gabriela very bland. Like, when I try to think about it, how, like, what do we really know about her? What are her motivations? What does she really want in life? What are her uh, insecurities? I, I, just, I just feel like she was not characterized very well. Mm-hmm. She's, she's quite bland. And especially in a cast of characters where a lot of them have like really strong personalities, she, she sticks out. She sticks out like, she sticks out like a sore thumb. Especially when put against like literally everybody else because everybody else has more has a more colorful personality than Gabriela. Mm. Not to say that it's that's inher- that like you know not being outgoing and stuff is inherently a bad thing, but for a uh, for a protagonist, 
Maybe she should have had a little bit more nuance. But then again, the fact that she is blank made her more relatable because it made it easier for adolescents to like project their, themselves on her. Yeah. So that was also I think that was also a marketing strategy that Disney did. They, I think they deliberately deliberately made Gabriella, you know, a a clean canvas yeah. for everyone to see themselves in her. So yeah, I don't actively dislike Gabriella, but she's nowhere near my favorite character in this entire thing. Yeah, I was. Parang naalala ko lang din yung character, um, ni Jane sa Walk to Remember, and how. The girl was very much different from Jamie in the book. Kasi parang very bland din yung character niya na, yeah, she's mabait, yeah, she's a faster kid. Pero parang walang, um, walang other dimensions sa character niya na parang hindi ba, or parang borderline unrealistic na nga siya kasi parang hindi siya nagagalit, ganyan. Whereas dun sa book, meron talagang times na naiinis siya, nagagalit siya, meron siyang iba't ibang classmate types. And I think yun din yung disadvantage Ata, when it's, I don't know if I'm correct, pero parang yun natin yung disadvantage kapag dating sa movies and you're catering to a certain young audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kasi parang you can put all of those sa main protagonist. Kasi parang magka-clash siya with the, yung pagkakahiwalay niya ng characterization with the antagonist. Yeah. At saka making, I think I'm making a protagonist more colorful or more complex, more nuanced, can somehow, especially if your film is trying to appeal to a mass audience, a mm-hmm. very wide audience, if you make them really complex and really nuanced, I think that can be alienating to some viewers. Because because if you like make a very specific characterization for your protagonist, automatic meron agad mga tao hindi makakarelate sa kanya. Kasi not everyone will have like the same yeah, set yeah. of characteristics. Mm-hmm. Kaya yun, Gabriela being as, I think the kindest way I can describe her is a blank canvas. Now, Gabriela being a blank canvas is a <laughs> smart marketing move in this week part in mm-hmm. terms of marketing this entire thing. Yeah. Boss, any other thoughts about Gabriela? Uh, I, I want to say this for when you discuss the song. Okay. But I think, I mean, you're not wrong. Troy Bolton. True. It's not the... Actually, 
it's kind of sad that it is me that you know it focuses on Troy Bolton when there are just so many better candidates for it. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, no evil shade to the Troy stand out there, but yeah. No, full tea, full shades. <laughs> but yeah, Carla, what do you think of Troy? Hindi siya bad boy. So, hindi ka nang yung ano, yung obsession ko. And yeah, I agree na parang the the main plot of the franchise centers around his life and his decisions. And parang secondary lang yung nakilala niya si Gabriel. Kasi di ba parang yung, yung isa ding significant si Gabriela as a character is that she changed them. Nung dumating siya, nabago yung buhay ni Troy. Nabago. And because of that, nabago ni Troy yung mga kaibigan niya and things like that. So parang it's always centered or it always goes back to him and his decisions, his choices and all. So syempre, again, the nine-year-old in me does not um, notice that. Parang, yes, he's the main lead, pogi siya noon, ganyan, basketball, yes. So, pero parang at the back of my mind, parang meron na din akong like certain um, pagka-discern pagka na parang bakit parang masyado namang stereotype na yung main lead is the basketball um, guy, magaling sa ganito, ganyan, and then he can also sing, and then he can he has many friends, he's popular, parang it's too much for the main protagonist to have all of these. Na parang borderline, again, borderline unrealistic na siya. Yeah, pero, mas pinakagwapo siya sa ano, <laughs> sa, sa third movie. Parang every one of them, pumangit yung second movie, except si Sharpay. The second movie, diba, they, they did artificial tan and stuff? Oo, oh, oo, oh, oo. Oh. So parang pagdating pero pagdating kasi talaga ng ng trade since nga mas bigger production mas malaki yung budget. Yeah. Parang lahat sila po mawigit gumanda doon with the quality. One of the one of the character tropes that I dislike the most ay yung mga pa-perfect na characters. Yes. Kasi kasi there's not so much meat to dig into with those kinds of characters. I mean don't get me wrong, you can write a compelling story with a near perfect character. But mm. it need it takes skill to do that. For this one, sobrang nakakatawa lang for me na ang conflict ng buhay ni Troy ay sobrang perfect niya. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya siya may problema kasi sobrang perfect niya. Yeah. Okay, I that time, very quote-unquote revolutionary na yung 
character, ay yung ganong klaseng storyline. Kasi, we will talk about this then in on the other points. Na parang, yung other movies, series like Glee, and other um, TV shows na centered around high school, talagang purely, walang pag-break ng stereotypes. And in this movie, di, meron ding focus sa ganon. Na parang, you're breaking the stereotypes outside of like, um, being a jock, or being singers, or being smart and cool, or being dumb. Yun. But yeah, But more yeah. on that later. <laughs> okay, yeah, Sharpay! Think... Sharpay na! <laughs> okay, sige, okay. Sharpay. I, can I go first? Yeah, yeah. yeah go. Okay, so, Sharpay Evans. Oh my god, she is a character who has been argued about for and against this entire how long has it been since the movies came out. I just... 14. Sharpay is a compelling character in the sense that she is so much more interesting than Gabriela. But yeah. she is she also suffers from the she also suffers from this main I guess writing sin that that everybody except for maybe Roy and Brian suffers from, which is she is a static character. She doesn't yes. change. Yeah. For three whole movies. Yes, she does things. She is definitely leads more complex and complicated than Gabriela in her motivations, in what she does and yeah. how she reacts to things. But she doesn't, if you look at her own specific storyline for each movie, you find that they are all just the same and she doesn't really change. She doesn't really learn mm-hmm. from what happened. It, it repeats and repeats and repeats. Yeah. For these three movies. So, you know, like, I have grown to respect her. As growing up, I've grown to respect her for her dedication to her craft. Yeah. But you cannot dismiss the bad things that she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot say that You know, she was the best person in this movie. She is arguably not. She was manipulative. She didn't really care or understand her brother. And just, there, she did really bad things. She yeah. did really bad things. People yeah. who go to bat for her yeah. kind of ignore the fact that she did bad things. High School Musical 2 was... The mm. literal point of that. So yeah, like I like her baby because she's more complicated, but in the end she falls into this trap of never really changing. Yeah. For three entire movies. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Uh, when I watch like video essays or when I read articles that try to say that that the thesis statements of these uh, essays is that Sharpay, that we should all like Sharpay or something. That Sharpay was misunderstood. And in my mind, I'm just like, Sharpay is not a good person. She was uh-huh. not a good person in the films. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, she's not a good person. If if you find joy in making other people suffer, you're not a good person. Come on. Yeah. You're not a good person. Like, But yeah, um, it's true she has more dimensions than Gabriela. She has more personality than Gabriela, for sure. 
Mm-hmm. And she is a more enjoyable character to watch. She is not she's not a good person. <laughs> yeah, she she did she did some really shady stuff that people seem to conveniently sweep aside. I don't know why. I don't know why people do that. But yeah. I I am entertained by Sharpay, but I and I I I respect her for her guts, but yeah, she's not she's not the best person here. Yeah. I just wanted to take it off of something mm-hmm. that uh, I guess the reason why people are now so much more readily accepting of Sharpay and ready to like put her against Gabriella is because probably also the people who grew up watching this trilogy uh, has outgrown the need for projecting themselves onto Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. now you find, I mean, definitely you would have found Gabriela being this a bit of a blank slate for the male, main protagonist to fall in love with and put in your own self into her a bit. But as you grow older, you don't really need that sort of crutch anymore or her as this specific crutch anymore and kind of pivot into Sharpay who is decidedly a more fleshed out character than she is. And also the only other main female character in this trilogy. Yeah. So that's Sharpay for me is this person, is this one girl in school that you really hate but you also really envy. Kasi parang ganun siya talaga pinortrayed. Like, with everything. Because she's rich, she's popular, she's beautiful. And, yeah, blonde, pink, short skirts, um, what else? Yung talaga yung, yung stereotype nga ng girly girl na mayaman, na popular. And with for example, yung locker niya, how does she get away with that? Two lockers and she can write her own initials on it. Or like, control the stage, have your own um, recordings, control the um, playmaker and everything else. Tas, yun nga, have your own um, country club, have a piano inside the pool. <laughs> and, diba? Yeah. Parang, as a, as a nine-year-old, as a ten-year-old, Parang you would want also to have that glitter cars, na color pink, diba? I mean, it's a stereotype, yes. Pero when you're a kid and you really love seeing that the, uh, those things with Sharpay, you would want that. Pero kasi nag-conflicting din siya with, yeah, with the um, things that she did in the films. Especially, especially in High School Musical 2. Talagang sobrang hate ko siya. With that movie to the point na parang annoying, <laughs> annoying na siya. And since, yun nga, Gabriela Stan, parang I was really rooting for her na parang hindi matuloy yung, yung number niya at the end. Or like no one would want to sing with her kasi parang pati si Ryan, she was um, manipulating and all that. So parang it's a love-hate or envy-hate kind of relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Tapos parang, ito rin yung, kaya I also agree with your points, na parang, with Marian's point, na parang, hindi nagkakaroon ng change. 
character ni, Sh- ni Sharpay. Kasi parang at the end, especially in 2 and 3, parang nagkabati lang sila. And parang um, nakisabay na lang si Sharpay dun sa nangyayari. Pero wala yung like realization na nagkamali siya or nag-apologize siya sa mga ginawa niya. Which I think, somehow, sana nag-include din. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for character. Yeah. Kasi yeah. parang, yeah. I think, yeah. more people would stan her during that time, nung hype pa niya high school musical, if that happened. Na parang meron siyang redemption arc. Kasi talagang wala eh. Wala. <laughs> Hanggang sa three, parang graduate sila. And like, hinawakan niya lang si Gabriela na nag-speech ito eh. Tapos wala na kumunta na sila. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also gonna discuss later. Parang sobrang daming plot holes ng um, trilogy na to. Na parang magagulat ka na lang na the, the scene jump from this mood to another. Na parang uh-huh. kanina nag-aaway sila. Tapos parang at the end, ah okay, bati-bati na pala sila. Na parang walang nangyari, walang resolution, maayos na resolution. So, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about Sharpay, um, ewan ko, ewan ko if this is me overreading the text na, pero I feel like Sharpay was intended to be a, to teach a very specific moral lesson, which mm-hmm. is that even if marami kang pera, even if you're talented and you're pretty, That does not auto. That that does not automatically mean that you're gonna be happy. Because let's face it, by the end of high school musical, she's the only one who did not really get what she wanted. Yeah. Like for every movie, for every movie, she's yung talagang hindi niya nakuha to, hindi niya nakuha to, hindi niya nakuha yung, hindi niya nakostroy, hindi niya nakuha yung lead role, hindi niya nakuha yung Juilliard scholarship, whatever. Tapos parang pag-inisip mo parang she has like the, she's the most privileged of the bunch. Yeah. And, siya yung may pinaka-head start na pwede niya sana makuha yung mga bagay na yun, pero hindi. So, if that was the purpose of including Sharpay there, if that was a moral choice for her to be like, for her to be like that, na meron siya net ng lahat, pero hindi pa rin siya masaya, mm-hmm. then it really hurts her character na wala siyang natutunan. Kasi hindi buo yung, ano niya, hindi buo yung art niya. Nang sinimulan yung art niya na Sobrang ano eh, sobrang okay sana na, sobrang okay na set up na, na may magtututunan siya by the end. Magkakaroon siya ng epiphany by the end. Yeah. Na, there, there, are, there are many things that are more important than the stuff that I already have. Pero laging walang ganun. Mm-hmm. Laging, laging walang ganun. Hindi ko alam kung bakit. I mean, hindi ko alam kung why the writer refused to do that. Mm-hmm. That could have been like one song na complex and good. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bakit yeah. ganun? Bakit? Yeah. Can I just point out that in the last part, the one where they all lined up on stage, and Miss Darbus is um, telling the audience of the of the production and by proxy the audience itself what they're go- what the seniors quote unquote are going to do. Uh, Charpay is going to study at the University of Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, to be Mrs. Dar- Miss Darbus, Mrs. Darbus. Miss. Miss. Miss Darbus is right-hand person yeah, yeah, yeah. in running the theater department, which is kind of her 
personal victory over what's her name? Uh, Tiara. Yeah. I feel like of all the things you said, which is true, she does manage to get at least like one very significant personal victory, Mm -hmm. which is to say that she still has control of the theater club that she has occupied for the past Yeah, yeah, yeah. High school musical one and three. Yeah. yeah. So basically, she stayed where she was. Yeah. In comparison, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She stayed <laughs> exactly where she was. She stayed at the exact same state, exact exact same place where she was, but she's not going anywhere. We're not. Yeah. We're, we're not talking about not the talking fabulous adventures. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. not talking about that. Pa. She maintained. She's not going anywhere, and she's gonna be uh helping in the same club that she has been in from the very start. So yeah. yep, completely stagnant now. So actually sayang yun, sayang, sayang siya. Yeah. Can we talk about Ryan now? Okay. Ryan! Can we talk about characters na hindi sayang? <laughs> true, Our, true. No, here's the thing about Ryan is I I wish they did more. I mean For sure. Oh my gosh, okay. So I guess a um, blanket statement about Disney. Disney has a lot of problems still, even in this 21st century. But Disney is also, unfortunately, one of the few major mega conglomerates that are somewhat progressive. Uh, it doesn't hurt that Kenny Ortega is also part of this. So, um, definitely. But, yeah. Back then, uh, homosexuality was still something that they thought went against the Disney values. So I, I just, it's kind as much as I love Ryan's character, it's just that, you know, there could have been something more. It could have been more in-text rather than subtext, and that could have been Honestly, something absolutely amazing for both the audience and for Disney. I just want to say that off the bat, because we cannot talk about Ryan without talking about the subject and without talking about Disney and how they handle it. Yeah. Yep. Talking about talking about what we do have. Ryan is a compelling character, just because of the fact that just because he has an art. Just because he has an actual arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With two. Na, na, yeah, na nag-start yung... Ayos ko musical one, wala masyado eh. Ano lang siya, talagang right-hand man lang siya. So, uh-huh. so one. And then two came around. And then, dun na nagsimula na magkaroon siya ng question yung sa morality na yung ginagawa niya. Yeah. Kapit niya. Yeah. And then by three, by three he was openly pro, ano He was like... He was very integrated in yeah, 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 yeah. He was... He was he was looking at the broader picture. Na he was yeah. looking at the greater good. Na by three. Na he really, mas mature. He, yeah, yeah. He, he really wanted to make uh, the performance good, and not just make sure they happy. Yeah. 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 So and that's you know uh, that 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 speaks volumes because Sharpe is a very powerful influence over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that one. Yeah. yeah. And and the fact that he's scholarship. Just like it's his reward. Yeah. It's the crown for that. It's 
It's such yeah. a good ending to his story. I loved him. Okay, just straight off the bat, <laughs> I loved him. He is definitely the only character I respect in this whole trilogy, and I just I would go to bat for him every single time. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, Ryan has always read as queer for me, even yeah. though I was a little too young to really, really have that analysis of why I think that is, but I have always seen him as someone who was queer-coded, and thank you, Mr. Kenny Ortega, even for just that very, very tiny crumb of representation, <laughs> you know, uh, and just, yeah, he is the only character who had this definitive shift, and you see him grow, and honestly, the thing that I'm kind of upset is that you kind, you, he gets relegated back in High School Musical 3. Yeah. And just him and his relationships are infinitely more interesting than Roy and Gabriel. We'll talk about the relationship. I wish we had more of his friendships. If I could have pitched this here, right here, right now, I would have wanted either have something that was Ryan-centric after high school or just completely written this uh, this th- three movies in Ryan's point of view because that would have been so much more interesting. Yeah. And it just, I just love him. I think he's neat. <laughs> the, the, the meme of Marge Simpson holding up a potato but instead of Marge, it's me holding up a, pi- a picture of Ryan Evans <laughs> and saying, I think it's me. Mm-hmm. I just oh, love yeah. him. I yeah. would not hear any criticism of this man. I love him. He is just yeah. the best character. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I agree with all of your points. I wala na rin naman ako magdadagdag. Kasi... <laughs> yeah, same. Na parang with the way he was characterized and yung damit niya, the way he was acting, the songs, the dances. Parang isa rin kasi talaga si Ryan um, na catalyst sa pag-break ng stereotypes. But especially with I Don't Dance and all of that. Talaga yun eh. It's not just Troy, it's also him. Na parang nag-convince sa kanya and then his friendship with Gabriela made Troy become the bad guy <laughs> and made, made him like um, made me dislike him, ganyan, ganyan. But in the end, I actually thought that it was necessary for yung, yung part na nagpa-ano ulit siya, nagpa-auto ulit siya, or for lack of better term, nagpa-auto ulit siya kay Sharpay with I Want It All, and then um have him ask Kelsey for the homecoming, and then Basta yun, yung all sh- um, manipulation ni Sharpay dun. I think it's necessary for him kasi it shows na hindi lang siya, even if he is already redeemed, or like mayroon na siyang ganung realization, there is also this tendency to, to go back 
to your previous habits or to yun nga kasi kapatid mo yun eh it's your twin sister hindi mo lang siya para magiging magiging unrealistic lang magiging unrealistic siya if totally cannot off niya si Sharpe and I'm on my own now I won't listen to you parang yun it also adds um some reality into the story especially it's since it's the last movie yun yun lang yeah the it deserves all The impression that I got from three actually is that hindi na siya fully sumusunod kay Sharpay. Mm-hmm. Ginagawa na niya yun of his own volition. Yeah, yeah. Niya, like he, can, he can also get something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nag, na, gusto, gusto na rin niya yung gawin of his own accord na mm-hmm. yung uh, pag-ask kay Kelsey and all that. I think siya na yun. Gusto na niya talagang gawin yun. Yeah. Sa, sa, yung, yung number na I want it all yun. Gusto niya na talaga yun. Siya na yun. Tsaka yung Hindi ano, yeah. yung plot hole niya, yung plot hole, ay plot hole, yung subplot din with the new kids na parang he knew yung beef ni Sharpay with her PA. So parang when whenever everything went downhill kasi wala pa sila Troy tapos siya yung naging partner ni Rocketman. Parang it he was fine with it kasi parang he wants Sharpay to also realize what she was doing. What she was doing to sabotage the entire musical just for what she wants. So, parang, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. He's the only reasonable person <laughs> in, this, in this whole franchise. True, true. Yeah. Logical, okay. logical siya. I just want, again, like I said, I am going to defend him from whatever is being said in this podcast. But I just wanted to, I guess, kind of explain uh, his kind of story in the um in the third movie he doesn't necessarily give in to Sharpay's demands it's just that he kind of does this yeah i hear you but i'm not going to do it i'm just going to say that i'm going to do it so i would placate you and yeah, yeah, i don't yeah, yeah. have to hear you tell me that because we share one freaking house and you're going to be unbearable if i outright tell you no so yeah and the point with Jess's point that he when he was singing and I want it all the first few lines of that he was actually kind of like oh yeah sure sure yeah, yeah. like it's going to be us like, do you want it uh, maybe you see it kind of like you hear and see the contrast between how he delivers his lines in the first part of that song and the non-verbal expressions he's giving. Yeah. And uh, him picking up Kelsey for the prom or choosing Kelsey as a for the prom is kind of like a gesture of friendship for them. I don't want to say that it's because it's influenced by Sharpay in any way. It's just that he really wanted to take a friend to the prom. And mm-hmm. one of that friend is Kelsey because they have because they're collaborators they work yeah. together Kelsey is in charge of the music and the uh, the songs yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan is practically doing everything else choreography and direction probably so definitely they have grown closer I kind of actually was thinking like well since they're both going to Juilliard I hope they become really close during those years and become one of those unstoppable duos in mm-hmm. Broadway or wherever it is, just in theater in general, like the next Rogers and Hammerstein or Alfred and Gotha. Just like, just the unimaginable power 
talk about my thoughts on I want it more later. When we talk about the songs. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I think we could touch some of the characters when we get into the songs. Kasi yeah, very, yeah, let's talk about the songs. Na. Very intertwined. Let's, 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 not, let's not talk about the other characters. Na. Seriously, what will you say about Kelsey? Come on. <laughs> I feel like, okay, we can skip, but we have to talk about Miss Darbus. Okay. Because she is, okay. she is in many ways a catalyst for Don't forge documents. <laughs> but yeah, since this is essentially the Troy trilogy, it, it, it she is a very big she is a very big um factor on that, especially in high school because it focuses on Troy's internal conflict. Yeah. And she appears in two very important scenes, which is one telling him that he got hired he got hired, he got in for the application for Juilliard and the fact that she tells him this kind of sage wisdom thing after he sings Scream. So yeah, that's that's my that's my anything I need everything I need to say about Miss Miss Darwin. You just can't you can't ignore her. I just I just want to point out how many Dozens of tea sets does Miss Darbus have? She basically not enough. Not enough. And yeah. What the hell was what? What the hell is that throne? What the hell is that throne at the at the front of their classroom? Is that is that school expense, Miss Darbus? I mean, oh. uh, stereotypes. Apart from tradition, stereotypes. But yeah. The, the, the teacups, the running gagging teacups, na bigla na random yung may iniinom sila. That was just funny to me. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, 
ako, what I wanted to point out in her being the, at least the most reasonable and the most empathic teacher that was portrayed in this movie. naman silang nakilala natin. And Chloe's father is, you know, he does not have a personality. So. Hindi, I mean, okay, fine. Pero, yeah, kasi parang there is, there is also this, I had this misconception na parang, she was the anta- uh, she was kind of antagonistic kasi parang she was helping Sharpay when um they wanted to move the uh, just, uh move the time no actual musical and everything else but if you actually look back at it she yung nakakita nung potential ng students niya outside of the cliques that they were in and parang for me to realize that now yeah hindi siya and with yun nga yung ano din niya yung character development din niya from 1 to 3 na parang they listen to her and when she speaks they um it has it actually has good advice so parang yeah it was also a good character development for Miss Darbus from just um alam mo shouting at the students and drinking tea and having a uh, an Asian assistant in the first movie <laughs> So, parang, yeah, being the motherly, yeah. being the motherly teacher and then announcing where where they will go in college at the end. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ilang din naman. Yep. Okay, let's talk about the songs. Let's talk about the music. Okay. Um, so, uh, I just want to point out that for uh, High School Musical 1 and 2, they have the same number of songs. So, 10 songs for, for High School Musical 1, 10 songs for High School Musical uh, High School Musical 3 has 17 numbers, but if you con- if you just put all of the reprises that are in the musical, in the musical, then that's still like 14 songs. Yeah. Which makes sense because they did kind of produce this as a movie and not as, you know. Uh, any, any songs that you want to focus on okay. in part 1? So the songs for um, one, two, and three. Uh, the thing is, they kind of the progression of the songs from one, two, and three. It's it gets so much more intense. They all get significantly more intense. Yeah. As um the movies go by, mm-hmm. like that's the main thing that I um kind of noticed and the fact it also cements the fact that this is genuinely more of a Troy movie than anybody else's just based on look at how many Troy sings in True. a specific movie. He outsings everybody almost. Yeah. Singer, this is the show. So definitely that's something that has been that's a through line from one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. An observation about the songs in part one. I don't know if this is confirmed, pero nung pinanood ko siya, ito talaga yung impression ko. I felt like the songs were written for a completely, parang basta, they were written for, for, they were just written as songs and then they were put together lang in this, in this film. Parang hindi sila, hindi sila sinulat for the film. At least that's the impression I got. Mm. You, halimbawa, you want, halimbawa, yeah, yeah, halimbawa yung, yung, yung breaking free. Technically, breaking free is a 
it's it's a weird song because it's diegetic. It's it's something that they actually perform on stage, diba? Maraming maraming songs dito yung diegetic. Eh. Yeah. Tapos parang it, yung mga songs na yun, kahit pwede mo siyang isulat talaga outside the context of the film. You can listen to Breaking Free without knowing anything about high school musical and just say, it's, it's, it's a catchy song, it's a fun song. So I feel like yun yung talaga impression. Hindi ko alam if that's confirmed or if that's what really happened. But when I was watching the film, I really felt like the songs were not written for this. They were just used for this. Pero hindi na ganun yung case for part 2 and part 3. For, for those uh, two movies, yun talagang kita mo na na they wrote the songs for uh, for the film and for the story. For part 1, I think these are songs na na lang, nasaan na lang nila mga songs, ready to use songs, and then where can we use them? Oh, let's, let's put them there. Really? Correct. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. So my take on this is that High School Musical 1 was the first big movie yeah. that they were doing yeah, this yeah, yeah. During thing, that time. Having this music and with the plot. Because it's, I mean, for anybody, when you talk about Disney original musicals, you, for our generation, we almost always think about High School Musical first before anything else. Yeah. Because they were the start of that. They were kind of like the big bet and it paid off. My thing with the songs in the first movie is that they were specifically written to be radio ready mm-hmm. but still be something they can put into a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they were designed to be marketable as songs that you can hear on the radio because mm-hmm. You hear it on the radio, popularity increases, interest increases, and therefore the movie becomes more and more watched, more and more people see it, more and more people buy it, more more and more people. You know, publicity is a currency in their life business. So they had to make sure that the songs, because they are at the heart of what they're doing, Mm-hmm. have to be something that can be sellable. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's my take on yeah, yeah, yeah. why it sounds like it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kasi if you look at the song list, if you look at the song list, tingnan nyo dyan, alin yung songs dyan na informed specifically by what's going on in the plot. I, mm-hmm. I can think of only two songs. Get your head in the game lang and then stick to the status quo. Yung iba, you can literally, you can literally like, take them off the, take them off the context mm-hmm. and then they would still work. Probably we're all in this together, sige, kasama we're all in this together, pero it's, we're all in this together is like a, it's almost a general, uh, upbeat song na yun. talagang informed lang by what's happening specifically in that point, yung get head in the game lang, and then stick to the status quo. Kaya it really felt, it really felt as if, you know, it's a collection of songs rather than, uh, a set of, you know, rather than a soundtrack written specifically. Yeah. Karina, that, that was my impression mm-hmm. for part one. No, Karina. Gets. Pero kasi, if you take a look at how the songs are integrated in the story, hindi rin talaga siya ganun ka-immerse sa plot. Mm-hmm. Parang, for yeah. example, Start of Something New, it was integrated sa, sa start as a yeah. karaoke song. So parang hindi yeah, mo, yeah. wala talagang like, point of view doon. Parang the yeah, way we yeah. see musicals yeah. now. 
or like with with I've been looking for it's a song in the musical not just yeah, yeah. in the story and then yes. parang siguro when there was me and you're fine okay but yeah breaking free again it's the same thing so parang mm-hmm. yeah Wait lang. So parang yun, uh, hindi, hindi ko rin, yeah, noong hindi ko rin na-gets yung point ni Jess. Pero yeah, when you explained it, okay, parang nag-gets ko din. Pero yeah, when I watched it, oh, I did not see any of those. And yun nga, I think ito rin yung sabihin ni Mariana, parang start of something new was for me very important din. Kasi yun nga, it's, significant again with joy and uh-huh. what will happen in the rest of the movie uh-huh. it's the start of something new with him yeah, meeting yeah. gabriella and then her seeing in school and all that so parang yeah, yeah i think very yeah. pa din naman yeah siguro i just found it weird na normally kasi in a musical in a musical the songs are non-diegetic meaning mm-hmm. That meaning, it's not in-universe music. Hindi nila narinig na kung bakanta sila. Akala uh-huh. nila nag-iisip lang sila. Pero for this film, ang, ang, ang non-diegetic lang dito ay yung yung kanta ni Gabriela sa railing. What's there that song? There was me and you. And there was diba? me. Yun, yun, yun lang yung non-diegetic. Uh-huh. Hey, Chow, get your head in the game. Get your in the game, yung kanta ni Gabriela sa railing. <laughs> and then, stick yeah. to the status quo. Yun lang yung, yun lang yung hindi nila, yung hindi talaga sila actual kumakanta. Hmm. Yung mga iba ay set ay performance, performance settings, sing uh-huh. karaoke, sa loob, sa stage, stuff like that. So, kaya siya nag-stand out sa akin na baka ganun yung set. Pero yun, it's, that's not the case anymore pagdating ng 20. Was think, you were saying something kanina? Mm-hmm. About start yeah, of something new? I mean, Carla already hit the point of what I wanted to say about certain Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is actually Mm-hmm. the plot because it's kind of the signaling yeah, yeah. of the beginning and of what's to happen in the entire movie that's kind of their thesis song for Joy and Gabriella yeah mm-hmm. yep yep so yeah that, that's the only point I wanted to raise yep, yep, yep. this could be the start of something Part one, yeah, songs are catchy. Favorite, oh, we can um, move on. Favorite and if dislike. Favorite and least favorite. Oh, yeah. Kayo. <laughs> I'm thinking of what my least favorite is. My favorite of this would have to be what I've been looking for, the one with Sharpay and Ryan, just because it's such a fun, it's such a fun song. I've never had someone as good for me as you Just 
yung, yung vanilla version. <laughs> you know, like, the version that Sharkey and Ryan sings has so much verb and so much light in it. But like, when he said to sing, when Ryan Cabrera starts to sing, I was like, oh, that's bad. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Ito kasi yun. Ito kasi si Troy, it, it, yeah. it starts to get slow and it's like, I don't think that that, I mean, without the knowledge of what their show is and, you know, the other songs, it's a little, I don't know, I mean, singing it like, Personally, ha, personally, my favorites here are, uh, again, because I'm a Gabriela stan, but again, hindi siya dahil lang doon, is when there was me and you, and what I've been looking for in their, ano, in their um, version. Kasi parang, ako again, as a person na tinutugtug to, parang you will really feel the lyrics when it's played by slower. the way, yeah, slower, and the way Gabriela and Troy did it. Like, uh, yung, yung scene lang na yun, na natitingin lang sila, yung par- parang at some point, or in some way, it it's also integral to their, to the developing of their relationship. But the lyrics also applies to them, somehow. So parang, yeah, when I was listening to that, ang cute lang, ang cute nila, ang cute nila, ang cute nung song, kasi it applies to them as well. And when there was me and you is also a very emotional song. Na nakwento ko na ba to? Etong when there was me and you, na kinanta ko siya. Sa sobrang emotional Yes, yes, yes. Sa sobrang um pagka-obsessed ko with with there was me and you, I practiced it, I memorized it. Diba do sa dati naming bahay sa um, somewhere. We had railings. We had railings because we were living sa fourth floor. So I had all the stairs that I will need. I performed this. I performed this sa isang class namin, grade 3. Tama, grade 3 tayo. Grade 3 tayo na to. Grade 3 sa flagpole. I was twirling around the flagpole singing this. And feel na feel ko siya. So yeah, I disagree na I think, yeah, I think it's uh, just a personal preference when it comes to the renditions of songs. But yeah, for me, it was very on point. It was very good. It captured the emotions. And it's very also integral in the story. So, yun. I will accept criticisms of it, but I will also yeah, defend it. I mean, <laughs> the, me saying that I didn't like their version is just definitely just a preference. 
yeah. I really, really like how Ryan and Sharpie sings that song because it's so happy. It's so mm-hmm. full of life. Like, just them singing that with so much happiness. Like, it corresponds to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That there is this joy that I have found you who understands me and that I understand you as well. Which also works for them because they're twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also ironic because Sharpade doesn't really understand his true, brother. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also it love just, that song. It works mm-hmm. in so many ways, which is why, you know, it's become my favorite version instead of the Ryan Gabriel, just because Ryan Gabriel is like, <laughs> so sad. Like, come on, guys. No. Work it out. <laughs> okay, let's go to two. Okay. Part, ah, sorry, Jess. I am not giving my opinions. Para wala charot. Para hindi naman char. Go, go. Uh, because I'm super basic. I'm a very basic person. We're all in this together. Ang aking favorite song. Just because of the fact na I am such a sucker for ensemble songs. Yung mga, yung mga mass. Yeah, yeah, so much. Laging, laging, laging ko favorite songs yan. Yung mga maraming kumakanta. So yeah, favorite yan. I thought you would have liked status quo. Not really. Not really. And then my least favorite song is probably When There Was Me In You. Kasi yun lang yung hindi ko naalala. <laughs> yun lang yung hindi ko na, di ba? Di ba? I, I call it the Gabriella Railing song. I hate I, this I literally so do not remember this song. <laughs> so probably it's my mo- it's my least favorite song. Kasi hindi ko siya naalala. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, part okay. two. Oh. Number two. There are so many songs in number two that I do not remember. Um, wait. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely summary. Yeah. Let's talk about fabulous. Let's talk about fabulous. <laughs> Let's talk about the logistics of fabulous. Yeah, ito, ito talaga yung like pag-flex ni Sharpay of what she can buy, uh-huh. what she can do. Uh-huh. And even as a kid, hindi mo pa alam. Yeah, parang hindi mo pa alam kung... What's what's Prada? Yeah. What's what's this brand? Na sinasabi niya. Pero yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's bougie. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I'm, 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 I know I'm reading too much into it na, and this is more of a joke na lang more than anything else. It's that. Ano ba? Is is Sharpay? Ba, bakit ano? Sabla na tatawa talaga ako dito lang dito na. Diba she's listing stuff down na, like uh, something important from something yeah. ever. Diba marami yan, marami yan. But then she has a line na, lifeguards imported from Spain. Sharpie, <laughs> ah. are you a human trafficker? Come on. Tell us the truth. Come on. <laughs> is, your, is your family involved in human trafficking? Come yeah, on. you're just nitpicking at this point. <laughs> Pagdating sa mga, sa mga musical number nitong franchise na to, the choreography is always, they, it always kills me. Yeah. The choreography always kills me. 
yung kung gaano ka outlandish, kung gaano ka wild yung mga creative choices na ginagawa nila. Hindi ba parang signature yun ni Kenny Ortega? Am I correct? I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. I, I can't remember what his other works are. Kasi parang, di ba, siya, si Kenny Ortega din ba yung sa... Wait, I don't remember this one. Well, anyway, parang I think mm. signature ni Kenny Ortega mm. yun eh. Mm. Pero yun nga, naalala ko yung mga dali na tawa tawa ko ng tawa. Ito palang, so what I music pala na ito. Nagsimula pala sila na, Sammy. Yeah. Sammy. <laughs> tawa na ako ng tawa. I hate you. I hate you, Sam. Tawa na ako ng tawa. Ganyan. Okay. What else? What else is there to talk about? I don't dance. I don't dance is a weird song. I, it's I a love weird, it so much. It, it's a weird song it because so it's, it's it so is, charged. It is It is the, what is your hyper-masculinity? Yes. <laughs> oh, and I love it so much. True, true, because true. it's just... <laughs> I agree, I agree. <laughs> okay, no. I don't... At the risk of further complicating this entire podcast and lecturing you for 30 minutes about this just this specific song i just it's one of the things that i like because it gives ryan for the very first time a spotlight mm-hmm. and lets his voice just shine through and also because we get some development with chad which is you know like these two things can exist because he's saying like i don't dance and ryan saying yes you can and just the very it's a very kind of witty discussion or i guess commentary commentary on the hyper masculinity that boys at that age feel like they need to exude mm-hmm. and express mm-hmm. just so they would be quote unquote accepted yeah, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to ryan's very comfortable fluidity and you know acceptance of what he likes it's just it's so good and the yeah. fact that they switch to load oh, up yeah yeah it's so cute yeah. implications mm-hmm. i'm sorry i don't want to make this mm-hmm. into um, into that kind of show but the implications true, of true. that mm-hmm. so good yeah, with that but at the same time it's so weird from a dramaturgical perspective lang kasi why why would Chad sing I don't dance when he has been dancing for yeah, yun a movie and a half by this like, technically he hasn't been technically he hasn't been I can't believe I'm going to do this he but has technically been. he has no technically he hasn't been like every time that he is actually dancing like on text it's kind of forced. We're all in this together. Oh, yeah, that's... and that's, no, that's a big, I don't know, that's like the big company music dance number. That's why they're included. Every time it's a company song, everybody has to dance, which is why I, that doesn't count. What time is it doesn't count? The first time that he actually dances is um, Work This the, Out, 
And he put yeah, us in were... rather begrudgingly because he's trying to do that. Like everything about him exudes this masculinity so much more than Troy because Troy already does the theater stuff. Mm-hmm. So like he's the kind of he becomes this placeholder for all the macho men things. And that includes not dancing. Mm-hmm. Still don't buy it, but I get it. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to. Because I don't care that you don't buy it. I'm just glad that it's there. Anything else you want to talk about here? Siguro, ayan, uh, one, one thing pala, wait lang, before, uh, before I forget. In terms of Troy, Gabriela songs, I think this movie has the best Troy, the best Troyella songs. Mm. I, I, gen- I, I, I generally don't like, I generally don't, don't like anything about Troyella. Kasi, ito, ito, ito yung mental image ko talaga na. Sa, dito sa dalawang to. Sige na, sabihin sa, mo na. Pag, pag pinagsama mo si... Si Gabriela. You take white bread, take white bread, and then kuha ka ng kanin, palaman mo dun sa white bread. That's how much flavor Troyella has. No! Oh my God! <laughs> rice sandwich. I hate you so much. White rice sandwich. That, that's literally how much flavor Troyella has. Okay? I hate you so much. So, so... I hate you. I hate you. You're slandering. You're slandering my first trip. Am I, am I wrong? I was I was so proud of thinking of that metaphor because it was so correct. It's white bread plus white rice. That's how much flavor they have. So, the fact that you are the music in me exists and I actually kind of like that song, that's, that's kind of an achievement for my book. When I hear my favorite song, Because for part 3, hindi ko na masyadong gusto yung mga kanta talaga nila sa part 3. Hindi ko na, wala na. I kind of wanted to just breathe over the songs per movie so we can do the whole comparisons yeah. of like the pattern songs. But yeah. okay, whatever, we can do that. Try and let's talk. I mean, I yeah, later. 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 Okay. I will yeah. defend them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, 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 but Carla has things to say, but she has not said anything pa for part 2. Um... But just to make it fast, I really actually like the songs where they have choreography. For example, Work This Out, All For One, um, what else? What Time Is It? Yeah. Yung mga, yun, I, I really memorized the choreography for that. Shut up. I really memorized the choreography for that. I don't agree that this has... Uh, I mean, okay, fine. Gotta Go My Own Way. Iconic, iconic song. It's still... Um, it's still relevant until today. But every day, you are the music in me with the minorities. No, oh, 
No. Yeah, every day is not that good. I don't like every day. No, no. Sobrang taas ng pitch ni Gabriela and Choi was so low. No, no. I did not like it. So, I yun lang naman. I have about those particular songs, but I'll save that for later. For later, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to three. Ay, wait, what, wait, what, 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 like, what yeah, yun pala, what I did not like is bet on it. Okay. <laughs> because, okay. because, because, I think, I think it's not, wait, wait, I, 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 I need to phrase this in the right way. Parang, this is the first time kasi that I saw, this is the first time kasi that I saw Troy go out of his, usual composure and then see him do that parang it was weird for me when i was like 10 pero now upon seeing it parang yeah nagigets ko yung parang tinatawanan ni Jess yung mga ganun kasi parang i think it was too much though i understand why he did it i think it was for me it was kind of too much yun lang yun lang isang sabihin <laughs> Go, boss. First of all, we have established that this is the Troy trilogy. So definitely, it makes sense that he's going to have the most ridiculous, <laughs> most choreographically nonsensical scene. And I just love Metalin because it's, su- first of all, it's such a rock. Second of all, it is just ridiculous. The entire thing is absolutely ridiculous. And just, I mean, that's, that and, um, that and, uh, sorry, I'm starting to back up because I'm, ha- I'm having a conniption about how you two are just absolutely not having it. Just this and I don't dance are the ones that are just honestly, whenever it comes on, I will 100% watch it from start to end because it is good it is good that's the point this is ridiculous this is hyper you know not realistic and that's kind of like the teenage experience everything is heightened and not much makes sense except her own so it really really makes sense that Troy is going to have that kind of breakdown during that scene and he just keeps walking and walking and walking and (laughs) doing weird stuff. That's because that's how his psychological landscape looks like at the time and it makes sense. Speaking of that scene, scene, can I just show you something? Let me present something. And then I just just want you to, to look at this image and then is this the reflection? Everything, everything I feel about <laughs> Beton. I think okay, it's the me, reflection. Boss, let me, yeah, let me present something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know kung, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Can you see it? I hate you, you so it? much, Jess. <laughs> just look at that. Look at that CG. Look at that CG. Come on. Come on. Just look at that CG. Yeah. <laughs> So cringy, cringy, yeah. I also agree. Tell me when, 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 when I when I watched this <laughs> in 2017, 2016, tell me how was I not supposed to laugh at this? Because you didn't watch it in the same. Exactly. No, no, exactly. no. Very well. You, know, like, you are bringing in 
modern sensibilities, modern understanding of technology, and how far CGI has Fine. come yeah. from the 2010s, from, from the 2000s. You know, like, yeah, that's really bad CGI. But also, CGI wasn't that great in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, parang, yeah. parang, yeah. Yeah. But just how wild this number is. Yeah, yun lang. Yeah, that's also my point. It is. Because it is. And I'm not defending that it's not. It is. It is. And that's because this is like the physical, visual representation of what Troy is going through. You can't just expect Troy to just sit in one spot and sing the whole entire song. No, you have to have this sort of visual representation of what he's going through. It's an internal conflict. And the fact is this internal conflict of that is, I don't know who I am. So I'm just gonna start walking. I'm gonna start swinging. I am going to talk to my reflection in the, in the water that's bad CGI. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. Yeah, but it's cringy. Yeah, it is. And I'm not saying that it's not. It is. But I just feel like you're you're kind of missing the point that it's supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I look at this, it inspires a certain, a specific reaction for me. And it's not something that I would classify as a. It's not something that I would specifically classify as a good reaction. I'm not gonna stop, not gonna stop till I get my shot. That's who I am. That is my plan. Will end up on top. You can bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on you can bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on me. I wanna make it right. That is the way to turn my life around. Today is the day. Am I the type of guy who means what I say? Bet on it, bet on it, you can bet on me. So anyway, what do I like with this film? I think, I think overall, for part two, the song that I still like the most is Fabulous, just because it's entertaining. It's an entertaining song. And then, the one that I dislike the most, I guess, the one that I dislike the most is, uh, yeah, probably bet on it. Probably bet on it. <laughs> just because of, just because of the choreo. So yeah. I hate you people. <laughs> Let's go to three. Three. Wait. Have Anna have Carla said what she doesn't like? Yeah, better than it. Yeah. Bet on it. Bet on it. I. <laughs> no, no. Can't change my mind. Nope. Nope. I cringe. I would like it was a point in history. Last part where then they slid and then with their arms raised, that was so iconic. No, 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 no. no. I tried doing it, I practiced it because it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. 
Okay, fine. Three. Three. We're getting emotional. <laughs> yeah. Three. Okay, so three is or the quote-unquote mature. Mm-hmm. The yeah. quote-unquote mature uh, high school stuff. Okay, so I've been talking about the vibe that I kind of sense in right here, right now. And I just want to address that publicly that the vibe was that Gabriela didn't have much of a childhood and it showed. Mm-hmm. That was the weird vibe that I was picking up on. And honestly, girl, same. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know, but what? like a lot, this is, this is more, I don't know, it's still a very, very Troy-centric, but not as much as the other two. Really? Which I, I guess like, makes sense. That's weird because I feel like this is the most Troy-centric of them all. No, it, it, I just mean that it has more singing parts for ah, the others okay. yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, it's not just, yeah. it's not just Troy hogging all the songs yeah. that yeah. he's the only one singing in it. It's more of, you feel like the writer of the music, of the songs, really tried to, at the very least, include all of the people who are, whose stories will end with this specific Mm-hmm. Can we so, talk about no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about no. Gabriela? No. No. <laughs> I know. No. Just just that frame is so uh. It's so funny. <laughs> Pero kasi, pero kasi that was oh my god, Jess. That was iconic. Kasi ang yung hype, yung emotional tension Nung part na yun, it, it was the beginning, the light bulbs exploded, and then last one minute, whatever. Tapos yung awkward, and then, try! That was so iconic! I can't believe it. Like for me, I, I, ha, a, a Troy had a stand yeah. since the first movie. That was so iconic. And again, Kenny Ortega never failed with the production aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yun also, lang. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's just me. Pero specifically in this film, hindi ko talaga nagustuhan yung boses ni Vanessa Hudgens dito sa film na Like from that, from that opening line pa lang niya. Yeah. Parang sobrang natinisan ako talaga sa boses mm. na dito sa film na to. Yes, yes. Yeah, there, it, it, it felt off. Yeah. yeah for some reason. But yeah, and then, before, before anything else, I want to talk about Scream. <laughs> Because Scream gave me the mental image of Zac Efron <laughs> crawling backwards up a staircase. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm looking for, <laughs> I'm looking for that specific image. No, I mean, yung yung explanation ni ni Marian. Wait, wait, wait. Yung explanation ni Marian with bet on it. It applies here. It up best applies here. Yeah, actually, actually, yeah. I think, I think, I think, yeah. Everything you said about
Oh, Tapos yung yung umiikot-ikot na corridor. Ano yun? Is this an 80s music video? Oh my god, yeah. Oh no. Your that was my favorite part of that. True, true, true. That was so my favorite funny. part of that. I was like, so why? And why? up until now, up until now, ginagawa pa rin yung ganun technique. Ariana Grande. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Also, also the implications lang of that scene na nadal si Miss Garbus. Tapos she commented on what Joy was doing. It means it's a diegetic number. It actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> or at least the part on the stage actually happened. Mm-mm. Ibig sabihin, di ba may part doon na nag-iiba-iba pa yung lighting? Ibig sabihin, yes. pin- yeah. binuksan niya yung lights. Pinatay niya. Pinatay niya. No, 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 I think that that happened, the lights and everything happened inside his head, but he's yeah. actually singing on stage. And he just doesn't notice Miss Darbus. And Miss Darbus oh, 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 there. Oh, oh. He's singing it. In, in movie, but the production of it was just in his head. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Pero, pero my head canon is still, binuksan niya yung lights, punta siya sa lighting booth, binuksan niya yung lights, tapos ako na siya. Kaya siya nakakatawa kasi the way you phrase it, nakakatawa talaga siya, Jess. Pero it's not like that. It's so funny. I love Scream. It's so funny. What I really dislike in this movie is Walk Away. I hated it more than Scream. Kasi parang, uh, I don't know, hindi ko lang, even if I'm a Gabriella yeah. Stein. Parang, he, eto, oh, wait lang. 
I just want to put it out here na this is the movie wherein I sort of question Gabrielle's actions and her dialogue and the way she let her emotions get the best of her. So parang hindi na to yung like blindly, yeah, stand, stand, I will defend her, no. And I really did not like walk away. But, mm, no, I hated it more than Scream. Kasi parang, with the, Im- di ba yung scene na parang unting-unting nawawala yung gamit nila sa bahay? <laughs> it was also very funny for me. Na parang titingin siya sa kabila and then nawawala yung picture frames. And titingin siya sa kabila, nawawala yung teddy bear niya. Parang, mm, it was too much for me. And at that time, hindi ko talaga nag-gets yung point nung song. When I was like 11, hindi ko nag-gets yung point nung song. Na parang, you're just going to another school, another school. Kayo mo, kayo mo. Orientation lang to. Kaya nga eh. For just two weeks, why do you have to say goodbye entirely? Kayo, kayo Parang, mo, tinatamad ka lang bang bumiyahe from one school to another? Like, I do kayo that mo. on a regular basis. Parang gano'n. Um, what I really like is, of course, all the Triella songs and the iconic Can I Have This Dance. Forever, forever, nakatatak na siya sa utak ko. How they dance, how they were dancing, the songs, the rain scene. I know may mga comment ka dito, Jess, with the rain yes, scene. About the rain. But, yes, about the rain. but, I actually really like that song. Can I have the spare clothes. Yeah. Whatever, basta suggest mamaya mag-gawin sabihin din for sure. But yeah, all the Triella songs right here, right now. I know meron din kayong sabihin about right here, right now, and I will depend it, but I will say that I really liked it. Right here, right now, can I have this dance? And wait lang, senior year spring musical, yung actual production, pag pinakinggan mo na yung soundtrack, yung actual production, sobrang ganda nung umpisa ni Kelsey with the piano. I was practicing that. Actually, ginawa kong IG story yun kasi nga, ang ganda-ganda na umpisa na yun with her and Ryan singing it. Yun lang. Senior year, spring okay. musical. Yep, yep, yep. It's our last chance to share the stage before we go our separate ways High school the problem ko lang naman dun sa can I have this dance is the framing na hindi pa nag first bell kasi mula pa lang ng araw tapos pakabasa kayo dun sa it's like a jungle up here muna I hate this song I hate this song hindi lang ang problema ko dun pero it's, it's a neat scene yung again yung internal logic lang nila it's kakasimula pa lang ng araw, guys. Bakit kayo nagpaulan? Come on. It really set the bar for prone, for asking people to prone. 
like after that oh what? my god really no in I mean, my I didn't life go to prom, in, so i i what i won't know it really so to stand my like prom for prom. so i don't have any reference. okay fine for mm-hmm. mine mm-hmm. everyone was doing that before prom Oh, Everybody was getting drenched in the rain? No, I mean, you're making a production out of it. <laughs> now you're going to dance, you're going to ask them out in a very creative way, not just like texting them, do you want to go with me? You know, again, on. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want people getting asked. <laughs> it's like catching lightning, the chances of finding someone. The song that I liked the most was I Want It All. Just because I see I Want It All as Ryan's being alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as yung, 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 yung structure nito is very similar to this song called Being Alive. Na yung simula, I preferred the reprise. The yeah. reprise, what you're saying, applies better with the reprise. Yeah, I, 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 it's just him. I, I, I personally just take it as one song. I personally just consider well, them as one unit. Mm-hmm. Na, I think it's different. Yeah, personally, I consider them as one <laughs> But yeah, na yun lang. And also yung kahit yung ano, kahit hindi yung reprise, yung in terms of production number lang, production value, and in terms of the choreography being genuinely impressive. Dito ako sa I want to Mas mas pinaka na impressive sa choreography. Na hindi talaga hindi ako natawa sa choreography because it's too outlandish. It just fit right in because of the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, kumakanta na bagay-bagay siya talaga dun sa twins. Dislike the most was High School Musical just because it's too on the nose. We don't, we don't know what this song. Para no it, it, it also uh, broke the fourth wall na do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sobrang ano lang talaga yung parang, uy, ito yung title, no? So, we have the song, <laughs> yung title. Song, I hate title, you. So. I hate you. If you've watched it, kung nasa boy-boy mo talaga siya from when it was first released, it's very nostalgic. It appeals to your Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. emotions I recognize talaga. That, yeah. I recognize that. Kaya nga, my, my role here is to give you the <laughs> perspective of someone without the nostalgia glasses. Okay, okay.
the most, I guess, for this is a tie between Oh my god, I'm the, so scared. Just wanna be with you reprise and the what was you the song with her and Tiara. The Anite to Remember Reprise. I did not like both of those. No, I okay. hated just it's gonna be my night. Like it's just so annoying and it is a stage manager's nightmare. I just like I broke into the sweats because I'm like why is the lights? Why is that? Why is he like that? Why? Why? What? Did nobody breathe him? That is not. That's not what he's supposed to wear. Like, I, I mean, and I also kind of felt sorry for Sharpay because she was already queuing him like four times, and he wasn't, and he wasn't entering on his own. I'm like, honestly, I know what that scene reminded me of. That stupid scene in Tempest that we were waiting for the sound effects. No, no we were waiting for the sound effects of Blade. That's what it reminded me of. Anyway, continue. Even if we're miles apart Even if we're miles and miles and miles apart Of what he thinks is going to happen, but then you know 
I guess the thing is that I didn't like how Chad regressed from High School Musical 2 to High School Musical yeah. 3. Because by the end of the song, his song and Ryan's song is that he accepts it now and then he goes back into why are you a theater, why are you choosing theater, Troy? I thought we were going to do basketball together, Troy. Like, it's it's not something that would logically make sense mm-hmm. for him to have done, that he would have been so much more supportive given that he did have some character growth in, in the second movie. So I just, that's just something that is a little sad for me, but I still do like The Boys Are Back. It's it's a fun song. It's them reminiscing about their childhood and looking for and Chad mostly looking forward to the future that they're going to have. While Troy de- uses the song to deal with his internal conflict yet again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but definitely my favorite of all of this is that reprise from I Want It All because that was very good. <laughs> Um, I think um, let's go to the patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Try songs. Can I just talk for like a considerable uh, time? Because I kind of have this, I know, this, I don't know, this um, kind of observation with how things play out and just in general with how, what the writer of the songs prioritize. And it's definitely Troy, don't get me wrong. But like, Troy always has this one specific song where it's his song. Uh, that's not really something that happens in um, the first the first movie, but I would argue that it gets your head in the game because he majority sings that song so it's his song still the thing about it is that get your head in the game um bet on it and scream are just the same problem it is just the statement of the same problem just getting a little bit more scaled like it's getting a bit more heightened after every iteration but it just comes back to that point every single time. And it's also funny that for the first movie, his his conflict song happens first, whereas with the other two, the structure is Gab- Gabriela sings her Gabriela sings her I am so conflicted about Troy and I'm just going to not I'm just going to like exit this situation and Entirely. And then Troy enters with his crisis song, and then later after that, they get they both they always have their own "We Are Getting Back Together" song. That happens, and the thing is, yeah, with Gabriela's um, Gabriela's songs and her and her characterization through the song, it is so telling that she exists. 
Croix. Because her songs, her solo conflict songs, and she is the only, she, her and Troy are the only two people who have complete solo songs throughout this whole three movies. And if you notice, Gabriela's songs are always about Troy. It is never about her personal development. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is never about her trying to figure out herself. It's always about something in relation to Troy. Yeah, I agree. Which further, which further, uh, you know, confirms that this is just a Troy trilogy yeah, yeah. and not a High school musical is Troy's story confirmed. True, true. Yes. Is this, is story. And I just found it so funny na after Gabriela sings that, that conflict about Troy song, Troy sings his own I Have Internal Conflict song. Like, the disparity between her conflict and his conflict is so noticeable mm-hmm. that you kind of have to wonder whether or not they still, you know, whether they break up after high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh, feel they definitely like, do. I think they do. Yes, because his, because Troy's songs are always about what is my conflict? What is, I know, what is, what do I want versus, you know, anything that is external. So, just going off of that, I don't think they're going to make it out of college a couple, even though the last movie tries to tell us that they will be. And it's also funny that they always have a we're getting back together song. It's just funny to me, personally. What else? Do you want to talk about the ensemble songs? Just just in general. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah. I mean, the ensemble song that I like the most, as I already said, is We're All In This Together. I think most people agree with this. Yeah, it's the best mm-hmm. ensemble song. Yeah. Because what's what's the ensemble song for part two? It's, uh, what's that thing? All For, all for one. one. I I honestly do not even remember what that song sounds like. <laughs> and then for High School Musical 3, it's High School Musical. Which I the graduation all... song. Yeah, and it's of, yeah. The graduation I would argue. Yeah. Mm, which is also, we're all in this together. Which is just capitalizing on the nostalgia from we're all in this together. So it all just goes back to that. I don't, I don't exactly remember it that well. Stick oh, to the status quo is good as a. I love. Stick to the status quo is good as a conflict yeah. establishment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stick to the status quo is a lie. Well, that's good. Because the people who sing it, who are primarily involved in that, ano, in that song, so Sharpe and Troy and Gabriela, although Troy is an absent character in that song. It doesn't break the status quo. They never break the status quo. They reinforce it. The people who do break the status quo are barely even mentioned. Yeah, in the movie. So this whole, this whole, we have broken the status quo 
thing that they're trying to say. It's it's a lie. Because you don't see it. Mm-hmm. It's not there. Don't naging visible. I mean, so much more believe. Yeah. Stick to the status stick to the status quo if it was about Zeke or about Marta or about that unnamed skater guy who likes to play the cello, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's about popular kids being even more popular. So Par- what what is the breaking of the status quo? There is not. It's a lie. Uh-huh. Yeah, it establishes conflict, but it does not really solve anything. That's why, that's why I keep laughing at Roy's graduation speech. By the way, It's not the valedictorian, but yeah, okay, whatever, he has a speech. Well, that's a cultural difference. Yes, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Well, number one, that speech was badly written because it's just Mm -hmm. lyrics from already (laughs) established songs together. It's It's not a good speech. And then, it's also not a good thematic closing for the entire thing. So, um, because I think, ito, I think Troy's conflict, if, if we really if we really look at this entire franchise from the lens as it's Troy getting to resolve his personal conflicts. His personal conflict, I think it doesn't really lie around the idea that people will judge him if he suddenly has something new that he wants to do. Because he he is a trendsetter. Whatever he does, everybody follows. People does people do not judge Troy Bolton. People. Because like, perfect. Not, yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. People, uh, Troy Bolton does not need to worry about public opinion. Yeah. His conflict stems from the just the general high school feeling of you don't know what to do with your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the idea that you are paralyzed with so many options. Yun yung, ano, yun yung thematic conflict ni Troy. Which is, kaya sana, yun yung in-address nung visit na final speech na yun. Bakit status quo, status quo yung in-address? <laughs> Hindi naman, you did not break the status quo kasi you are setting the status quo. Ikaw yung trendsetter eh. Ano true, ba? true, true. Ikaw yung influencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ikaw yung influencer eh. So, it was a very tone-deaf final speech. Yeah. And I don't know why they decided to go with that. Ikaw ko ano problema na itong writer na to. <laughs> Because it is Troy's story. That is the most blatant, you know, blatant signaling of that. That this, it, it, despite it being called the High School Musical Trilogy, it's Troy's story. Because, you know, if it wasn't his, he wouldn't be on that podium. Despite the yes. title it being High School Musical, it is... <laughs> If you look at how it progresses, who it follows, and who sings the most songs, it's Troy. Hi. And the most always signifier of that is him doing the speech. If it wasn't his story, it wouldn't be him. So it is Troy's story. It's yes. Troy's story. It's Troy's story. The high school musical is Troy's story. Troy's story one, two, and three. 
Anyway, yeah, I want to talk about I want to talk about the thing that I appreciate the most about this franchise. It's the idea that high school musical um introduced the concept and idea of musical theater to a generation, to an entire generation. I think that's the best contribution that it did. It basically before before Hamilton kasi ano eh, for this, I would for, for, amend for this, that yeah. I would amended into saying it made musicals a mainstream thing. Yep, yep. Not that it's necessarily the generation's introduction because you could, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who have had cats as their first introduction to it makes it mainstream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about this specific generation na, hindi yung mga 1980s, yung, yun, yung mga kaedad natin, our generation. Because, Uh, if you if you ask people kung ano yung pinakauna nilang na-encounter na musical, like, I'm pretty sure like 60, 70% of them would say high school musical. For this for this new generation, hindi na kasi Hamilton na yun for them. Pero for our generation, it was high school musical. And I think, to be fair, high school musical is a, is a good introduction to musical theater just because of how it portrays theater as not nerdy and how it portrays the performing arts as you know an honorable and a fun thing to do yeah which let's face it kailangan ng reinforcement din kasi really the arts does not get enough support so yung yung cred boost lang yung, yung cred boost lang from high school musical declare that theater is also cool yun that's that's already that's already something uh That's already a a sizable uh, impact and achievement for the franchise, and I give it credit for that. Yeah. That's that's the thing I like the most about the franchise. Yeah. Uh, any other points? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. That the reason why it endures is because it's it also it mythologizes the high school experience. Yeah, that's also. I'm just going to say that like it, it mythologizes the high school experience. It shows us the high school experience that we wish we had, mm-hmm. but don't really get. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the wish fulfillment. It is the very, you know, the very fantastical uh, um, idea of high school. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, It's, it it remains the zeitgeist. It is still strong because of that, and because it is our generation's introduction. It it is our generation's mainstream musical, and yeah, as yeah. long as we are still here, as long as we still talk about it, it's never going to go away. Especially since most of the people who who were exposed to that are still in in their twenties. Like it still has a bit more life to it. Yeah. Let's talk about the outside of the trilogy. Just very, very briefly. Because yeah. I don't think any of us has much exposure yep, after yep. I, I, I did not know anything about mm-hmm. outside material. We have closed the chapter on high school musical after the third movie because there wasn't a lot that was coming out after it. I guess like it mm-hmm. had the very lull period of not being talked about because you know they tried to do like a continuation of it 
but it didn't really pan out. But yeah, let's talk just talk just briefly of the 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 spin-offs, I guess. You could call them that. Yeah. I know nothing about these spin-offs. Actually, hindi ko okay, na so hindi ko napanood itong Sharpay movie. And I I don't want to acknowledge the HSM reboot. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Sharpay um, movie, Sharpay's, which um, is... Fabius Adventure. Yeah. Sharpay's Fabius Adventure, uh, released in 2011, written by Robert Thorne and directed by Michael Lembeck. So, definitely different team for it. I remember watching this, but it speaks volumes that I don't remember much of it. Like, I guess that is indicative of how it doesn't really, it didn't get that pull, that cultural pull from the three movies that it should have had. Yep. You know, and just, yeah, I, 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 I remember vaguely parts of it, like, Sharpay's dog was a big plot point, and I just, I don't remember much after that. Like, here's the thing, a lot of our experiences with High School Musical ends after, I mean, our generation, us, ends with High School Musical 3. Yeah. Unless you're like an absolute diehard fan and a completist, you wouldn't really know or care about the subsequent movie and now the reboot which is wait let me see it's in high school musical the musical the series it's so stupid which was written for Derl. i'm so sorry written for disney plus and i i have to tell you i don't know what this is about i tried to look up the synopsis of it and i don't get it and i only heard one song from it I think it's okay, but I don't know. It's just, I feel like I have grown past yeah, the same. need for any more material into mm-hmm. the, yes. It's just that it was a part of my childhood, yeah. and I view it with a very, very, you know, nostalgic approach. But beyond that, I, I think I'm okay. I think I'm good. Yeah. I don't no, need no, I don't any more content from it. Yeah. Really? And I mean, I am glad that, you know, the younger generation have more stuff about the High School Musical franchise to really get into. But for me, personally, I am good with having my relationship to the franchise just be High School Musical 1, 2, and yeah. Here's my question though. What do you think yeah. of high what what do you think of high school musical transferring to Broadway? No. Personally Why? I don't want it. Right. It's yeah. just because it wouldn't transfer. Yeah. Uh, okay, Jess. Mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't transfer well. Yep. So much of the set pieces have to move so fast and just if you are going, if 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 you if you mean the first movie, definitely not because again you've already pointed out that yeah. the the songs aren't really 
for the story. Mm-hmm. It's just like incidentally also in the story and not like if you took them out, it wouldn't really matter yeah. that yeah. much. And I think that that's not something that should be for a musical that wants to do a, an actual musical theater production. Mm-hmm. It, it would collapse, I think. You know, I'm not an expert, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just doesn't work. It wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. It would. I. But the thing is, but the thing is, it wouldn't work. But it would be popular. Yeah. Because of that pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would become a cult favorite, and it would be something that, um, it would be something that schools would want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would live. It would definitely well, live. It would have a life it. in musical theater. It's just that it doesn't work. Yeah, schools already do it in the U.S. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. It's they have released a libretto for this action item for schools. How did they not do it? people have done it. I've seen uh, I've seen people talking about it. Anyway, in terms of uh, in terms of the wait, 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 yeah. wait. How are they going to do the concurrent, the one where they were doing the decathlon and the basketball? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have no, I have no idea, but people have done it. I don't know what it looked like, but people have apparently done it. Okay, I rest my case. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not worried about the set pieces and stuff because it's Disney and they have a lot of money. <laughs> so they can, they can do some technology stuff about that, whatever, I don't really know. I'm just more concerned with the idea that it will probably be more of a money grab than anything else. Yeah. Basically, the, the reboot is a money grab. Yeah, I, I yeah, really yeah. hate it so yeah, much. Kaya nga, kaya nga, kaya nga. Yun nga, especially for, for, uh, for fans like you who have grown up with this. Yeah, it's just great. I really get the, I get the idea na, yun nga, you really won't like the newer content kasi Alam naman natin lahat na they only did it kasi na sumikat, kaya It's not that I don't like it, it's just that I don't care. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it. I don't like it. What else? Mm. Eto, I, I think it's a good, it's, I think it's a good ending point na rin. How High School Musical is different from other high school films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can end on that point. What other high school films? <laughs> like, I mean, okay, fine. I, I can share something. Like, can you example. give me examples? Um, 10 Things I Hate About You, uh, oh. I'm thinking Heathers. Yeah. Oh, well, Heathers, you can't really compare this to Heathers, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's like, not fair. Yeah, but like, the, 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 you the, and the, I both yeah. know. The, the idea lang, the idea lang that High School Musical, since it's viewed from the Disney lens, Uh-oh. it's super sad, it's the sanitized, romanticized version of High School. Yes, exactly. Kapag, kapag ang main problem lang ng High School ninyo ay hindi ninyo alam kung, na hindi alam ng jock ninyo kung gusto ba niyo kumanta o hindi. Super privileged yung high school ninyo kung walang drug problems sa high school niyo kung walang, uh, walang nagkakabuntisan, walang, uh, walang ibang issue. Disney five nga kasi. Kaya nga, kasi it's super sanitized. That's, yeah. Which, I I don't know. I mean, I, I get the reason why they did it, pero I Is feel like, I, I don't, hmm. No. I I appreciate it as a work of art, but we as a we, we should all just agree that we should not view high school musical with a realist lens. Yeah. We should not expect reality from high school musical. Yeah. Siguro yun na lang. We That's can just true. agree on that. 
And I feel like for most of us, we already know that. Mm-hmm. Because again, we are in like our 20s. We are well yeah, yeah. out of high school. Yeah. But <laughs> asking you who grew up with it, did you, ex- did you grow up with that unreasonable expectation because of the thing? Here's the thing. High School Musical came out while I was in high school. And yeah. high school was not the best experience mm-hmm. I've ever had. Like, mm-hmm. it's a personal story and you both know this. I've talked about this mm-hmm. in, you know, in snippets. But like, it didn't give me a unrealistic expectations. It just showed me a very fantastical, idealistic version. Of it. Like, I think knew even back then that it wasn't real that this is a Disney version of Disney's understanding of high school that is you know very skewered and very very sanitized it doesn't it didn't really change anything that I expected mm-hmm. I guess what it did was like I it set some expectations about how fun graduation would be. Yeah, yeah, you know lang. I to toss my cup. <laughs> true, true, true. What, was that? what do you call it? That cap? That graduation cap? I wanted thing. to do that, yeah. but we had it indoors, so we couldn't do that, lest we hit the fixtures. But yeah, it, other than that, it's it's just, yeah, it it, it is an idealistic mm-hmm. representation of high school. And I feel like, you know, people who went through high school, who had the normal or subnormal experience of it, would look at high school musical even back then and think like, oh, okay, this is this is not the real thing. This is just an idealized fun, like I can escape into this. It, it becomes a sort of escapism. Yeah. But yeah. you'd know that it's not real. You, it doesn't make have expectations. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's why you know people project onto Gabriella when she's kind of a blank slate because you you know what's going on. So mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, it didn't it didn't give me expectations. It just it was just something that existed. It was in part an escapist film for someone mm-hmm. who was in high school. Yep. So how does it hold up in comparison with other high school, other films in set in high school? Is it better as a, is it a better film because it's escapist? No, I think it's it's something on its own. Yeah, it's something on its own. Hindi mo siya, hindi mo masasabi na parang 10 things I hate about you is better than this because it's more in touch with reality. Magkaiba talaga siya just because Disney produced it and the entire trajectory of the plot is very much different. Parang kubaga yun nga, it's more of a Troy show. It's a Troy musical rather than it's a high school musical. Kasi parang, ang nagpa-high school lang dun, it's the setting. Whereas, with, with for example, um, 10 Things I Hate About You, immersed sila dun sa setting ng high school. And again, the reality of high school kids in America doing those things are very much relevant. Yeah, I get that. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm just asking you because college, na bang matatapos tayo sa college yung pinanood ko sa'yo. So, wala talaga expectations at all <laughs> on my end. Like, personally, I, I like it because again, this is something that I love. It's nostalgic, it's 
it is it's idealized and you know there's there's fun to be had with those kinds of things whether it is it speaks to the authentic american high school experience i don't know i'm not american i'm not america there's there's also like this cultural barrier of what happens in a high school there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. From where we are it's just that you know i don't watch a lot of high school set media mm-hmm. because I, I, I feel like I just don't understand the norms of it and because I didn't really have a good experience with it overall just yeah I, I don't I don't have enough knowledge or enough exposure to high school films or films that deal with the high school zeitgeist to say that this is better than all the rest. With regards to 10 things I hate about you, I don't see that as like a high school film. I see that as an adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew, which I actually, we should probably talk about at some point. But yeah, yeah I don't we see it as that. I don't see it as a, I don't see it as an, as a high school film. I see it as an adaptation of something, a modernized version of something else by way of Clueless or, you know, other media that adapts Shakespeare into semi-modernity. So I don't see it that way, which, again, speaks to how lacking my knowledge of with high school films. The other very perennial high school film, which is The Breakfast Club, I've never seen, so I, I don't have any basis for it. So should we rape? That's rape? Yeah, sige, let's rape. The entire thing? The mm-hmm. entire, the collective na? Collective. Okay. Okay. Uh, do I start first? I guess I'll yeah. start first. I've already, I've already established that in this, okay. in this part. A regret of... Okay. High School Musical Trilogy, which includes High School Musical Day 1, High School Musical 2, High School Musical 3. I would give it... Hmm, I would give it... 3.8 over 5 Troys. 5 Troys? That's too much. That's too much to think about. Just 3.8. Too many reflections in the water. Three. We have 5 Troys. 3.8 Troy Bottoms. It's fine. Okay, if you don't want Troy Bottoms, then 3.8 Wildcats. Amenable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, 3.8 Wildcats. I like it. It's nostalgic. I've got good memories of it, but it has so many holes. And you know, looking at it now as a twenty-something-year-old, it's it's got some it's got some issues. It's it's showing its age, you know. Yeah. So yeah, three point eight. Okay. Jess. Ah, sige ako na. Ako na. Ako na. Ako na. Ako na. Because you would murder this. I would rape. High School Musical, the first one, the second one, and the third one, with 4.7. With wow. point, shh, with just okay. basing purely on it just being an as an escapist film, just like what Marian said, and it being nostalgic, and it being a part of your childhood, and me not wanting to ruin it 
<laughs> ruin that memory, that good memory I had of watching the entire series by analyzing it right now. So the point three goes to the adult realizations and the misconceptions and all the things that went wrong with the film. But still, I would give it a 4.7 because it really played a significant part in my childhood. Not necessarily just my high school life, but me in general looking at these people as sort of an influence, sort of an inspiration, whatever. 4.7. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, honestly, from a very skewed perspective, I will give the franchise a 2.5 pianos in the water. I hate you so much. 2.5 pianos in the water. <laughs> just because, just because, yun nga, uh, when I, I am not coming from a, I'm not viewing this with the lens of nostalgia. Yeah. Because I did not have that. And, kaya, when I watched it, I guess, I was, it's also my fault din siguro for being hypercritical about everything. But, but like, did you not have Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am, like I said, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the thing. I enjoyed the series. I enjoyed, kaya nga yung, yung 2.5 comes from sheer enjoyment. Sheer, brainless <laughs> enjoyment coming from me. Okay. I don't want to bully you into raising it to a no, three, so I'm not no, going no, no, to. No, 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 no. no. But, kasi yeah, nga, kasi just... nga, oh, kasi nga yung talagang 2.5 na yun. There's, there's really nothing else there but just pure fun. Just I enjoyment na lang. Okay? <laughs> kasi, ito, the reason why I cannot rank it higher is because of the idea lang na, um, especially when they got to part 2 and part 3, when they've already, especially part 3, when they've already amassed that level of following, that level of influence, Disney could have used the platform to tell so many more relevant issues, to give the characters much more depth, you know, to shed light about things that are, kahit, kahit yun lang, kahit yun man lang epiphany ni Shortay if that thing existed, it would have been way, it, I, I think it would have been a way better series. If Disney just, uh, if Disney just, you know, went and tried to take it in a more artistic perspective, in a more, you know, because they, until the very end, until the very end, they played it very safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's Disney. Disney, that's Disney. Disney isn't known for being risky. Yes, yes, exactly. And I don't really like that. So 2.5. 2.5 for the sheer enjoyment. Okay, understandable. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> Carla, Carla, I know it hurts, but we got to let the man live. We need to let him have his 2.5. It's fine. It's fine. You know, we can't all have the same childhood. And he missed a lot of us. Yes, so you know, lang. It's you know fine. Lang. He missed a lot. <laughs> okay, so... I think I was watching Jimmy Neutron SpongeBob while they were watching high school musicals. I, I am happy with my childhood, don't worry. But yeah, <laughs> we just had different childhoods. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's a wrap on our very long. <laughs> I like. Hard I like how we said, I like how we said last time na we won't be too long on this kasi mas com as concise na siya. Pero we're running on 2 hours and 25 minutes. <laughs> oh no. 
two hours. But yeah. But yeah. Well, to be fair, you didn't want to do it film by film. You wanted to do it in its entirety. So you can't really, you know, blame that two hours and 30-ish minutes and ongoing because, well, we made that decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess, you, I think you should end the podcast because you haven't... Okay. Yeah, new partner experience. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so thank you for listening to this episode of Sabi Sharing Stories. Next week, we're gonna go back to our English major roots <laughs> and talk about spooky tales from Edgar Allan Poe. So, I hope you listen again. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Jess is never doing the ending again.